Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. I can't wait for the conclusion of what happens to Gerald and everyone else. Who lives and who dies? I don't know. So let's get into it and start listening to Royd, Stage 5. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> When Gerald and the doctor walked into Mrs. Karen Augustine's living room, the creature's stem was attaching itself to the top of Karen's head. It was beginning to pulsate, to suck out her bodily fluids and leave her shell behind. Gerald picked up the broom that was lying on the floor, which she must have used to fight the creature. Gerald swung and hit the creature, which did nothing to stop it. He tried and tried again, but the stem would not let go. Taking out a zip tie, he put it around the stem and started tightening it as tight as possible, cutting off the blood supply and the ability to suck. The creature's stem let go of Karen's head and started whipping around to loosen and remove the zip tie. Since it sensed it was in danger, the creature started to flatten and elongate itself. Watching, Gerald and the doctor now knew how it traveled from room to room. Once flattened and looking like an extremely long tapeworm, it was able to move under doors and other openings. That also explained how it was able to get out of hard drive's carrier that Gerald had put it in. Before either of them were able to step on it to keep it from moving out through Mrs. Augustine's broken down door, the creature escaped. Heading out into the hallway, they saw it slipping back under Gerald's condo door. Opening the door slowly, Gerald cautiously walked in, his eyes panning around, looking. Once the doctor came through the door, Gerald told him to stay by the door in case it tried to escape again. The doctor nodded and armed himself with a syringe filled with the sodium tetradesol sulfate solution. Quietly, Gerald looked in every room, closing the doors behind him. The last room to look was his bedroom. Opening the door, the room was dark and dead quiet except for the rhythmic pulsating of the creature. Gerald advanced towards the closet. Opening the closet door and pulling the light chain, the creature had retreated to where it was first discovered. Gerald could feel that the creature was scared, that it didn't understand. Gerald didn't understand either. Caressing the hemorrhoid monster, Gerald pulled out another zip tie and quickly started pulling it shut. The creature immediately flattened itself and was going for the bottom of the bedroom door. Quickly hitting the light switch in the bedroom, Gerald could see that the zip ties were stopping it from getting under the door. The zip ties were on top of one another in an X formation. As Gerald approached the stem, it finally was able to release itself from the door but with a price. One of the zip ties cut the creature and it started to bleed. Gerald could feel something like sweat between his butt cheeks. And even though he was sweating, 
he knew it wasn't that. He was bleeding also. Hearing a very loud crash, Bill opened up the door and went to the living room. The doctor was lying on top of a broken glass coffee table. The creature had started howling, Gerald seeing a syringe sticking out of it. He checked to see if the doctor was still alive, and he was, but knocked out. Gerald grabbed more of the syringes, and when he turned, the creature was gone. He got up and could feel that blood had soaked through his pants already. Hard drive was quickly scratching at the door and meowing like crazy. Gerald opened the door and hard drive took off like a bat out of hell. Gerald stepped into the hallway and saw the creature making its way to the emergency exit. Gerald moved quickly to stop the creature and was able to catch up to it and stabbed it with another syringe full of death. The stem swatted Gerald, knocking him into the air and hitting the emergency fire extinguisher box, breaking the glass and the extinguisher hitting the floor. Opening his eyes, the creature was nowhere to be seen. Groggily getting up and realizing his nose was bleeding now, in addition to his other location, he limped in the direction where the creature was headed. As Gerald got closer to the emergency exit, he could hear hard drive hissing and releasing his fighting meow. As he got to where the vendor machines are located, hard drive was even louder. Entering the area, Gerald saw the creature backed into a corner and keeping it at bay was Gerald's furry friend. Putting a syringe in each hand, he approached the creature, trying to calm it down by speaking softly. Once he was close enough, Gerald stuck the needles in and pressed down the plungers as quickly as possible. The creature screamed as loud as it could. Then Gerald jabbed in the last syringe. He could feel the blood in the creature start to harden, start to clot. The pulse of the creature eventually started to slow down every passing minute. Eventually, with Gerald's hand stroking it, the creature let out one final purr, then stopped. Gerald grabbed the creature's stem and started dragging it back to his condo so that no one could find it. Once back at his condo, Gerald called 911 and checked on the doctor, who had regained consciousness, and he was also able to find a pulse on Mrs. Augustine. Within minutes, the police and paramedic unit showed up. The paramedics assessed Mrs. Augustine, put her on a stretcher, and took her immediately to the hospital. The arriving officers were the two policemen who had showed up earlier to Mrs. Augustine's call regarding Lollipop. The officers were taking statements from Gerald and the doctor. Both men had said an intruder had broken into Mrs. Augustine's condo, kicking the door in, that they had heard her scream and rushed over to see what was happening. A man was fighting with Mrs. Augustine. Gerald and the doctor pulled the man off of her and started fighting with him. One of the policemen asked how come syringes were found on the floor. The doctor explained about 
the therapy that he was using and that he was treating Gerald's hemorrhoid. Gerald turned around and showed the policeman the back of his pants again. After the police finished interviewing them, one of the officers asked Gerald what was his neighbor like. Gerald couldn't tell the truth, so he said she was the kindest, loving-hearted person he had ever met. The policeman said that she didn't speak kindly about him. Gerald just shrugged his shoulders. When the police were leaving, the officer who asked Gerald about Mrs. Augustine said that they figured that the dog had died and she kept him until he dried out, like Norman Bates with his mother. Going back into Gerald's home, the doctor asked if he had anything to drink. Gerald went to the fridge, brought back two beers. Gerald and his doctor became good friends. Gerald's life changed also. He started watching what he ate, exercised, and lots of water. He never wanted to have that happen to him again. Gerald and the doctor would joke about how there are five stages to a hemorrhoid, the fifth being the worst. As for Mrs. Karen Augustine, her injuries also changed her life because the creature was just beginning to vacuum her out before Gerald was able to stop it, a small amount of brain tissue was lost. She was no longer the Karen that she was before. Losing that little bit of tissue, she actually became the kindest, loving-hearted person one could ever meet. Since she had no memory of what actually happened, she just knew that Gerald saved her. So to try and pay him back, she would bring over baked goods every week for him. Last but not least, Hard Drive was treated like a king and a hero for the rest of his days. <laughs>